Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about branding, how you can unite uh, creating brand awareness with your marketing strategy. It's very important today to go ahead with uh, strong brand recognition. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Bobby G. How are you? Oh, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, for me, it's a big pleasure. I know about your extended experience. I check out your profile. I found your content. I know it's so valuable for me because, you know, I love learning something new. I love learning from the best. That's why I'm so excited to learn today more. Before we start, just tell more about your experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about marketing strategy and creating brand awareness. So, uh, Bobby G., I'm the founder of Proper. Uh, we are a brand strategy and creative agency. I'm also the, an author of the book, Build Your Brand Like You Give a Shit, uh, just published last month. Uh, and... You know, I founded my company after a successful career, both in-house and at agencies, uh, because I just felt that uh, the way agencies were operating was just very transactional, but also not really focused on strategic uh, outcomes and results for the clients. So, you know, the origins of proper and and are really at our core is, you know, helping our clients have the courage to ask, uh, is this what's best for our brand and our future customer, as well as the clarity to be able to answer that question? Because that is the most important question to ask uh, in any sort of leadership role within a company is, you know, when you're making decisions, uh, it has to be quantified. Uh, and uh, the bigger the, the in- potential impact on that decision, the more dangerous it can be if you're just using uh you know whims or or opinions um but really focusing on what your what your brand uh stands for and what your customer needs is really going to help uh you and and all the brands out there make better decisions and get better outcomes yeah love it love it uh bobby i'm sorry but i missed your book uh i passed it but you know i'm going to fix soon because i love reading books i love learning from books for me uh, I don't know, books uh, work much better than any other type of content. I love the foundation of the skills. And I remember someone told me, what is the main reason between books and blog posts? It's a big difference, big difference because on books, the authors usually spend like six months, uh, an year to write a book. But blog posts you can write like for a few hours, days. And uh, uh, can you give me a solid reason to read your book and for my audience? Because I'm going to put your book on my list. I have a huge list uh, with many books, prominent experts. But I'm so excited to learn more about creating brand awareness and uh, uh, share benefits. What kind of benefits can you provide with your book and uh, give a solid reason to read read it? So... I love books too. It's, it's a, such an intimate personal experience with you and the printed word on paper, right? And you think about all the books and all the experiences we've had, they, they contribute to our point of view and our wisdom and our knowledge, right? So the reason I wrote the book is because I wanted to give that back. All of my ideas and experiences are not new. They're the culmination of 
you know, two, 300,000 years of people sharing information and stories together. So uh, what my book, um, I see it, that uh, book. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit of an orange and black, but the reason uh, Mm. folks should pick up my book is because really what I'm uh, convinced of is the, the brands that are more authentic uh, and, you know, really purpose-driven and the purpose doesn't necessarily like, you know, it doesn't have to be like Patagonia or the Sierra club, right. That's about saving the earth. Like that should obviously be important to you, but the purpose of your, your brand and your business is what's going to unify your team, but also make you likable and approachable to your customers. So for us at proper, like our purpose is to empower and help our clients become self-sufficient. And it's really, that's my purpose in life. Uh, And, you know, when you can um, really uh, commit and immerse yourself in your purpose through business and your career, uh, it's really fulfilling. And, you know, so we want people to, to focus on what matters most. Of course, transactions are important because we are in business, but your transactions doesn't have to come at a greater cost to uh, you, your team, your community, the planet's greater good. Uh, You know, so when I started the company, really what I wanted to prove and uh, by example is that you can be a good human and treat people well and be very successful in business. And, you know, really, the the overnight success the hacks the growth gimmicks all that stuff is 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 bs and really focusing on what matters most why you started this company why you're a part of this company what attracts the right people to your team what attracts the right customers why are they the right customers really focusing on those things uh really will will just strip down any of the complexity in your business and and help you grow sustainably Nice, nice. Uh, I, I want to share why I'm going to read this book. Uh, let me explain. You know, uh, uh, I don't remember exactly, but like uh, five years ago, I had uh, one project. I failed completely, uh, wasted resources for three years, and uh, I didn't care about customers. I didn't care about uh, anything to bring value because I found one way how I can earn uh, a lot of money. So, yeah, my main goal was to earn money, but uh, during some time I failed and got it no way. I didn't have experience with that. I have no passion. Why? I need to go ahead. So mm-hmm. I I uh, quit. Uh, and I remember Neil Patel uh, shares his story when he uh, bought website about poker and uh, couldn't uh, rent well, couldn't earn money with that because he uh, doesn't know about poker. He doesn't play poker, you know, or how he can help with this project if he doesn't know anything about this direction. So, uh, and uh, uh, you mentioned that you need to consider customers, you need to learn them. So, uh, if uh, and uh, I think businesses in trouble when they are chasing money, when they are chasing uh, results. But if you chase uh, customer satisfaction, if you chase how to help and support as maximum as possible, 
then the results will come. So I change this, this approaches uh, after failing because for me, failing only brings new experience, nothing else. So I, mm -hmm. I've got it no way. So I started to pay more attention to customers, to my followers on social media. I help them. And uh, it's a good idea to grow, uh, to create brand awareness. And um, uh, I have another question about uh, branding strategy. Can you? Tell how to create this branding branding strategy because you know uh, I I found that many businesses have no strategy at all. They uh, right. don't list goals. They just uh, use totally the same methods that their competitors have. They analyze yeah. them. Okay, I wanna replicate because they are successful, but they don't consider their strong side. They don't consider their unique selling proposition, and uh, it's the wrong way. You can't overcome them. By replicating, people uh, have these brands. They know their competitors, but you need to bring something new. Can you tell about business strategy? Yeah, it's pretty simple, right? So, what? So, while my book is called "Build Your Brand Like Give a Shit," it's a book about branding that has nothing to do with design, and it's nothing to do with messaging. What it has everything to do with is your reputation because all those things like design and, and writing your website and your campaigns those are all expressions of your brand and what is your brand well it's your reputation and your reputation defines you so you got to think about what's the reputation we want and it has to be authentic uh uh navel ravikant uh big silicon valley guy uh, pretty smart, uh, super successful. Uh, he said that, you know, when you are your authentic self, you have no competition because no one can compete with you on being you. So that's brand strategy. Who are we? Right? What do we really care about? What's really important to us? What are the non-negotiable aspects of our business? What will we fight for, both literally and figuratively? What's the most important things? What's our purpose? Why did we start this company? Where are we going? Why do we get up every day? What's the most fulfilling uh, aspects of this company? What are the most frustrating aspects? How can we get more fulfillment and less frustration? And all those things are at the essence of what your brand foundation is. What are, you know, you think about, you know, marketing, particularly like, like Seth Godin. You know, Seth Godin says, everything is marketing. I agree. But what you're marketing is your brand. So you're not marketing a message. You're not marketing a product. You're not marketing a service. Those are just commodities. You're marketing an idea and a reputation. How are you making people feel, right? So when people say, you know, do you remember the last interaction you had with this brand? No, but I remember it made me feel like shit. Or I remember it made me feel really good. So those are the things that people are going to remember and talk about so when you get people to talk about your brand reputation you want to earn the reputation you want because you're going to get the one you deserve so if you're doing terrible things and you're, you're using a bunch of pr money to, to to try to balance that out you're, you're you're wasting money one but you're also lying to your to the community to the customers to your employees right so if you, you if you say that you really care about X, Y, and Z, and you're doing all the things to make sure that you accomplish that while being a good steward and a good business and treating your employees properly and all those good things, and like that reputation will be solidified. 
Now, uh, for example, let's, let's talk about a story. Um, uh, earlier this year, uh, fellow West Philly uh, 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 guy, um, Will Smith, right, slapped Chris Rock in the face. Yeah. So you think about how fragile your reputation is. So your brand strategy has to be focused on we can't waver. We have to commit to this. So Will Smith's brand is now he slapped Chris Rock, right? He, 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 he's violent. He can't control his temper. He's aggressive, angry, right? All this unreasonable. And he was okay with doing that on a national stage. But before that moment, he was wholesome. He was a sure bet, Hollywood, you know, good guy and a, a role model. But after that event, he's no longer that. It's all, it's all ruined, which makes you say, well, the guy before that event that was wholesome and safe and, and a good guy, was that real? Or was the violent guy the real one? Either way, you're thinking and remembering that slap. So how does that apply to your brand strategy, right? Well, it comes back to like, what, what are we trying to do here? What do we want to be known as? And you don't want to be known as your services or features or ingredients. Like I said, those are a commodity. Those are important. But if you're competing on like, we have the best ingredients or we have the best service, like eh, people are going to be like, well, they can do it a little bit better and they're a little bit cheaper. We're just going to go to that. But if you're, if you're really digging into your brand strategy, it's like, well, we're really trying to accomplish this. We're really trying to make your life better do better software or better service or better products, better websites that are focused on this, this, and this. Like, okay, there's more than just a commodity here. There's expertise, there's passion, there's drive, right? They're trying to be better. Even when they mess up, we're all gonna mess up. They're owning it, right? And, and think about like, okay, do we really put our customers first or is that just lip service? Well, if it's lip service, stop saying it. If you really want to put your customers first, then do it. And you won't need to promote that because your customers will be, won't stop talking about it. So again, it's about authenticity, but it's about like, what's the clear direction we want to go in? What do we want to be known for? Yeah, awesome, awesome. and. Uh, you know, uh, you mentioned about Seth Godin, and uh, once I read uh, his interview that he stopped reading uh, his uh, Amazon reviews on his book uh, from since uh, 2011. So okay. he doesn't want to know that someone doesn't like his books. And you mentioned about being yourself. So yeah, great approach, you know, uh, because I see when uh, companies can learn their customers, understand their pain points but uh, they you know uh, but uh, no they can diminish this meaning to be yourself to stand out from the rest you know uh, and Seth Godin is a great example because he doesn't want to know that someone doesn't like his books he doesn't want to know that uh, these books are not good for someone because in marketing we have interesting quote uh, if you sell to anyone, you sell to nobody. Uh, and um, 
can you tell more about being yourself? Uh, uh, because, you know, um, I, uh, uh, even about Seth Godin, uh, no, he can write awesome books. He can understand customers. But some irrelevant customers, people can uh, take this book because uh, of uh, knowing uh, his name, because of knowing that he can create uh, valuable stuff, but it doesn't connect it to them. So that's okay. No, no worries about that. Uh, can you tell about uh, creating strategy, but leaving the room to be yourself, even you can't connect everything with your customer pain points? Well... You know, being yourself just is easier and more sustainable. So like pushing like, like fake it till you make it. There's a whole chapter on, uh, that's like actually the first chapter. Uh, it's just terrible advice. Uh, fake mm -hmm. it till you make it means you're starting a relationship with a new customer, new client based on a lie or deception. And anybody who's been in any relationship, we all have that we know that with lies and deception, that relation, relationship's doomed. So if you're starting with authenticity and realness, like just, you know, do that. But also like you can have a desire for a future state of your business, right? If your business is small, but you, you want to grow to a midsize, like you can look the part as long as you can deliver on your promise that's vision, but saying that like, but using some sort of deceit or clever wording uh, or, or language, like that's dangerous, right? Uh, for example, when I started the company, uh, we got hired to design an app and we don't really do that now, but when the company was early, we we're just trying to figure it out. And they asked, do you ever designed an iOS app before? I said, nope, but I can't wait to learn. Now I could have said yes, but I said no. But I but I added on that I looking forward to figuring it out. So what they did was like, oh, you know, they were developing it, we were designing it. They said, Great, it's yours. We'll put you on with our iOS lead and they'll help make sure you know you, you, you touch the right stuff, you design the right stuff, you have all the specs and, and documentation you need to be successful. If I said no, if I said yes, I do, we have designed them, right? I would have lied. I would have been on, we would have been on an island. They wouldn't have given us the support we needed to be successful. We would have been frustrated. They would have been frustrated. Instead, I was honest and said, no, we haven't, but we can't wait to learn. And it's not like we had never designed an interface before. It was just unique. And then the project was super successful and they've worked with us a number of times since then. So again, like it's just being honest and authentic, but it's not, you know, doesn't mean you don't, you have to be the best in the world at what you do. It just means you have to have a vision for the future state of your company. And that's what the leaders are, are really, I'm trying to encourage and empower leaders to do the book. So how do you create a strategy around that is really the vision for your company. Where do you want to be in a year or two years, mm. five years or 10 years? And a lot of companies today are putting um, financial people in the chief executive role. And I find that to be very dangerous. Uh, why? Well, financial people are looking at data. 
and data is looking backwards. And CEOs and senior leadership need to be setting the vision that's looking forward. Of course, the data is helpful, right? We want to know, we want to be informed. That's why we read books, right? That's why we listen to, to podcasts and, and this stuff is important to feed our mind, to make better decisions. But when you're setting the, 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 the strategy for your company, it's not based on Q3 numbers. It's based on where we want to be in Q3 in five years. So as leaders of our companies and your company, you know, like we need to set that vision for the future, but then we need to rely on our people to optimize every day, to keep us honest, to make sure that we hit that goal, hit that future state or pivot as necessary because you might be completely bananas. Uh, it's unattainable or it's too low, right? Like let's shoot higher. So it's setting a vision, optimizing the presence, keeping honest, uh, and, and really where do you want to be? And what do you want to be known as is the question that, that we really need to be pondering while we're walking the dogs or going on a run. Like that's the stuff that's going to really help us, uh, establish that, that strategy for, for that getting there. Yeah. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, let's talk about uh, long plan strategy. You mentioned that, uh, yeah, uh, when people are looking for data uh, or, I don't know, for quick results, uh, for me, I don't know how to achieve quick results. And uh, uh, it takes time to implement, to test, to fail many times, uh, adapt to new challenges and go ahead. Uh, and let's talk about long plan strategy. Uh, how to find the right platform for creating brand awareness because we have many different resources SEO, social media uh, um, yeah and uh, how to find the right platform and uh, consider a uh, long plan strategy because um, you know I, I often get the question how I build my audience uh, on LinkedIn you know, I didn't do it for one day for a few weeks a few months yeah it, uh, yeah uh, I spent like a few years to engage with others, to build relationships, to comment a lot, to spend like uh, four, eight hours a day just to build this audience. Uh, and um, uh, when I share uh, my tips with others, when they ask me how to do it, just engage with others, build relationships, share value. For example, if you find a relevant post, uh, leave your comment, not like, thank you, great post, uh, print, extra value additional value if you help others yeah. people wanna more value they wanna uh, get extra value and they open your profile and follow you because they wanna get new value that's it uh, simple yeah so uh, and uh, it takes time uh, but i see when uh, companies give up now when they start some strategy okay i have the strategy i want to build my audience like uh, hundred thousand followers uh, yeah. uh, thousand customers uh, and uh, after some time they give up because they are looking for quick results can you tell about and you mentioned about that it's dangerous uh, can you tell about creating long plan strategy and finding the right place where you can achieve these results well, you want to you want to go where your customers are, right? So, like, it really starts with what you do for whom, and when you identify who your ideal customer is, like, really using empathy, like, truly map out 
what's important to them, how they measure success, what are pains for them, what, what are gains for them? Like, why do they need our, you know, why do they need us? And like using that to make right decisions, but also like, where are they being influenced? Who are they talking to? What are they thinking? Uh, what channels are they on? And using those channels to get in front of them, like uh, Chelsea, our director of getting shit done at Proper, always says like, is this going to bring the customer value? If not, it's not worth doing. And, you know, like uh, there's, there's no shortage of people that telling you to gate and hide your content because everybody coming for it is a potential lead. Like that's, that's bad advice. Uh, give it away because you're going to establish yourself and your company as experts. And the, the, the rule of reciprocity proves that if you give, you will get, you know, so like if you're giving away value, if you're giving away ideas and insights that are helping people, they're going to look to you when they're ready to buy and say like, oh, I need to hire this person because they've really resonated with me. They built a, a relationship with me like through media you feel like you know them and trust them because it's one authentic, but two, it's helpful. So you're like, Oh, you know what? Like this person showed us their software or their processes. Like that doesn't mean that we're going to go and take their software and recreate it. No, like we're going to go to them if it's the right software for us or their, their, their processes on, on consulting and, and creating like, oh, well, oh, I see how they do it. We're not going to go and do it ourselves. We're going to need, we're going to need them to do. So putting, putting that together into a business strategy is, is almost give it away, you know, because we, we want, we want our customers to decide that they're going to hire us way before they do it. Yeah. Even before, you know, before they're ready, when they're not even looking. And when I started the company, I remember once people start realized that I was not working for someone else, a lot of people said, we've been waiting for you to go out on your own. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Right. But I wasn't listening. I wasn't paying attention. And, you know, it's because they, they liked me. They liked my work. They trusted me. They, they liked, you know, how I talk and, and all those things that make up my reputation. The same goes for your, you know, whether it's a personal brand or a business, like you want to be the decision. You want them to, you want them, you want the decision process to be harder not to hire you or choose you, you know, than it is to, to go somewhere else. And like when you're competing on products and services and features, you're not making a compelling argument as to why you're better and why they should come to you. But if you're competing on like, like authenticity and communicating value to your customers and showing them like, you know, social proof that like, yeah, like we're not just saying this, but we've done it and we've done it for these people. Don't take our word for it. Like that's going to build a, a, a digital footprint and 
a reputation so that when they are ready to buy, like they've already made up their decision, they're just coming and and we it's our job to make it easy for them to buy at that point. Awesome, awesome. Uh, you know, let me quote from your LinkedIn profile. Uh, Bobby G is an author, entrepreneur, speaker, and founded uh, proper in 2014 brand strategy and creative agency. Uh, let's talk about creativity. Uh, you touched a lot about uh, branding, but uh, you know, uh, once I have I had the conversation with uh, Jim Edwards. Uh, he worked in uh, Business Insider for 10 years. Uh, they started the company from scratch and sold the company for uh, 500 million dollars, thousand employees. So, and uh, he uh, told about their uh, secret sauce. Uh, secret. He told that uh, they decided to create content uh, in boring niche, but create non-boring content. So creative content, interesting, excitement content. And I found that many business books are good for sleep. You know, when you have the problem with sleeping, you can take one business book, read and sleep well all night and don't remember anything from this book. Uh, right. Let's talk about creativity. Can you tell how to create something meaningful, interesting, excitement? Because uh, I see when companies just replicate and if you use uh, something that was used before, uh, customers might have seen. Uh, they, uh, yeah, it's a big chance they uh, get this advertisement, and you can uh, get them. It's the same like uh, I don't know. I often ask my friends about a new movie, and um, they reply nothing special. It's the same plot. I've seen a lot of such movies. It's not creative. Can you tell about creativity? How to create something creative that people want to consume, that uh, take our attention, that catch our uh, time? Yeah, uh, let's talk more about, about creativity. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I was very deliberate when I was writing my book that it wasn't a uh, 260 page blog post. And a lot of these business books are blog posts that they just stretched out into, you know, 260 pages. Um, my book's not 260 pages, nor is it a long blog post, <laughs> um, <laughs> but creativity, right? You think about creativity, creativity is the ability to see something that doesn't exist and, you know, have a vision or an idea. You know, for example, you know, I've been hearing for decades from clients like, oh, I don't have a creative bone in my body. I say, well, if you locked your keys in your car, would you be able to figure out how to get them out? Sure. Well, that's problem solving. That requires creativity, creative thinking. So when you think about creativity and applying it to your brand, well, like you said, there's, a, there's, there's of course, copying what other people have done or being very inspired by a very limited amount of resources or inspiration but when we talk about creativity what we first thing we want to do is make sure that uh, it's innovative so someone saying well we need a new logo and a new website and new messaging and new positioning okay well that that just opens up an infinite number of potential solutions why is this color better than that color? Why is this type better than that type? Why is this interface or layout or information architecture better than that one? 
Well, we don't know because we're dealing in the infinite of creativity. So the first thing you want to do is say, okay, but what parameters can we put in place? So we're ensuring that what creative solutions we're providing, thinking about, they are in our uh, appropriate space. So this is what's right for our brand. Everything outside that circle is not right. So with parameters around creativity, what you're doing is enabling innovation. And in that innovation is where special stuff happens. So whenever we get in any project, the first thing we do is identify what is this brand at its core? What do you care about? What's the personality, the core message, your purpose? What's the right aesthetic? What's the right tone of voice? So when we're writing things, it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's, you know, in, in uh, like a, uh, an article I wrote last year, is your brand Harrison Ford or Hulk Hogan? You know, and like, well, if it's not a Harrison Ford, is it Hulk Hogan? No, but who is it, right? And keep going down. That's, a, that's an exercise that you can do, and like, what, you know, to identify a tone of voice that is approachable and accessible to other people because they've heard it and they get it, right? Samuel L. Jackson or uh, Obama, right? Like, okay, we get that feeling. We can, we can feel what that tone of voice is for the brand. So it's really about putting it around what's right and what's not right for your brand. And that's building the right foundation that's going to really empower uh, anybody who's, who's doing anything creative for your company, whether it's design or writing or even campaign and marketing strategy if we know what's right for us and we know what's right for our customers, then you have some really good insights and direction as to how to make more impact with what you're investing in marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Valuable. Uh, we have the question about uh, course. Do you know some special course that can help others to improve their marketing strategy? Uh, yeah. Any insights about courses? Oh, geez. Um, first, I mean, read my book. I guess that's where you should start. Um, a course to help with marketing strategy. Um, so I, I kind of uh, learned all this stuff organically. Uh, I, you know, when when we're faced with a problem, my initial thought is, you know, how do we prevent this problem from happening again, as well as how do we solve it? So you don't want to focus on symptoms. You want to take a step back or, 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 or take that hot air balloon up a little higher and say like, okay, what's causing those symptoms? And how do we, how do we fix that? So not only we're we making these these problems that are symptoms of something greater, like, you know, mitigate it, but we're, we're preventing them from happening again. Cause there's always going to be problems, right? So the initial pain right now, we're focusing on like, Oh, how do we solve this problem? Well, it's like, well, what's causing it too. And then you, you handle that. So you becoming a healthier organization, but courses to help your brand strategy, man, I would say really listen, listen to conversations like this um i i 
I don't know per se if there is a course I would recommend, but learn from people with experience. Like you don't need to actually know, you know, um, uh, Seth Godin to, to be mentored by him. There's enough of content and ideas out there that you could say like, okay, what would Seth Godin do here? What, what, how would he address this? And it's really kind of like a surrogate mentor. Like you can have mentors that are alive, dead, you've never met before. And just be inspired by them and emulate them and say, okay, how, how can I be better here? Um, in terms of practicality of marketing strategy, uh, don't, don't ever um, subscribe to dogma or gospel. There is no one way to market. So with like inbound and outbound and account-based marketing and content, podcasting and writing books, like all that stuff are just different tactics. But focus on what your goals are, where to get the best uh, return on the on any investment you're making, and create a custom solution based on what you can afford, uh, what your immediate goals are, and what your long-term goals are. And uh, you'll be better off, you know, like just because somebody used video and got some results from that doesn't mean that that's right for your company uh, or your situation. I had to make contribute to success, but, um, you know, put together a plan that's really rooted in your unique business, uh, what's best for your brand, what's best for your future customers, and constantly measure it, assess it, and pivot as needed. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I think I'm on the same boat because uh, I learned organically anything. Uh, I love reading books because uh, uh, you know, uh, once I check, uh, I asked my audience on LinkedIn uh, their favorite way to learn something. And yeah, many of them tell, uh, 56% tell that courses are the best way. That's okay. You know, you can find courses uh, because they have logical structure, some chains. Right. I'm going to launch my SEO course soon. You know, uh, sure. but I, uh, I'm going to launch my course with... Uh, Plus 20 well-known world experts, you know, like Lily Ray, many others. Uh, but, you know, uh, uh, if you ask me, uh, I, you know, I can learn from some resources, your loving resources, video, articles, courses, books. But the best way is to implement, to practice. To yeah. If you, yeah. If you overlearn and do nothing, I don't know how you can achieve results. For me, any type of content, it's only the door you need to open and then go with implementation because you can change right. everything. You know, uh, I remember when I've learned best practices about LinkedIn growth, nothing worked for me, but I opened the door, I tried, I failed, I tested and then found uh, something that works for me. And I love what you mentioned that, uh, for example, if your competitors are using video, it doesn't mean that you need to use videos because I failed with video videos many times because uh, my competitors have uh, strong experience uh, with video content i'm not you know uh, so uh, why i need to consider video content if it's not my strong side i love video content by the way but uh, it doesn't mean that uh, you need to replicate competitors 
if you have your strong side, consider, yeah, I completely agree with you. Bobby, I have the final question. Uh, can you tell what will you do today if you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills uh, to learn more about creating brand strategy? If I was going to start my company today, um, uh, I would charge. If I, if, if I was starting my company today, uh, I mean, like, uh, what you need to, uh, uh, for example, you know, I found that I usually get higher results with uh, customers who understand SEO. So they don't need uh, to be experts because uh, it takes time for experience to learn about right. all this uh, information. Uh, but if they understand SEO, we can get much higher results. So, uh, for example, if uh, some companies want to increase brand awareness uh, to get this strong brand recognition, uh, what to do today if you have no skills, knowledge, anything with that, but you need to get the basics about uh, uh, creating brand strategy or probably to become an expert like you, you know, in one shiny day, if someone want uh, to go deeply with that. Um, I, I would say the most important thing to do is really establish your purpose as a company and make sure mm -hmm. that you're hiring people that share that enthusiasm for that purpose. Uh, you know, having a staff that is working towards a common goal together uh, will really make a big difference. Um, if you're smaller than having staff, uh, clarify what you do and for whom and what makes you different. And what makes you different is, again, back to your purpose, um, who you are, being authentic. Uh, don't, don't, do not subscribe to any gimmicks or hacks or any dogma. Um, really, really focus on getting your message in front of the right people uh, and, and being really clear about what you do and how you can help. And, but, but, you know, to put my best dev hat on, but also make it easy for them to hire you or to buy from you. You know, a lot of company you get you go to websites and things and you're like, this is the company for me, but you have no idea how to how to convert. Uh, mm -hmm. Or they're beating you over the head with pop-ups to sign up for their email, but you just want to buy something, right? So really focus on why you're doing it, who you're doing it for, and why it matters to them. Yeah, nice, nice, valuable. Okay, guys, uh, I know one more way how you can learn more about creating brand awareness. You need to follow Bobby G on social media to learn from him because you can see a lot of valuable insights. And one more, read his book because you know you can get a lot more foundation of creating brand awareness. Bobby, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you can share uh, a link to this book on Amazon, I'll share and uh, add to uh, description to this podcast. Sure. And tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, it's my primary channel. Putting content up there constantly um my handle is that bobby g t-h-a-t-b-o-b-b-y-g uh or you can come find us uh, on our website proper properagency.com proper spelled p-r-o-p-r agency.com uh and just reach out if you you know if you need some help or you need some advice um i'm always willing to uh 
give it out. Just just be careful what you ask me because I'm going to probably answer it. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Welcome back anytime to share more valuable insights. I love it. Thank I you. To read your book. I highly recommend to anyone to read this book because if you want to know more, just do it. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.